In today's highly competitive mortgage industry, building profitable relationships with real estate agents is essential for success. However, finding effective ways to secure agent relationships can be a challenge. With so many mortgage loan originators vying for the attention of real estate agents, it can be difficult to stand out and establish meaningful connections. Our new case study featuring loan officer Chris Coghill is a must read. Chris has closed a remarkable 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals. And in this case study, he shares his proven strategies for building strong relationships with real estate agents and leveraging those relationships to drive more business. To get your hands on this resource, head over to locastudy.com and download your free copy of the case study today. You'll find actionable insights and practical tips that Chris used to close 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals and how you can too. Don't miss out. Go check it out right now. Visit locastudy.com and download your free copy today. Hey, listeners, what's up? Jeff Zimfer. Welcome to this final episode of December 2020. I want to wish you guys a Merry Christmas, um, a Happy New Year. I hope you are taking some time for what's really most important in your life, and that is people that matter, right? Family, friends, relatives. I know it's challenging at this time of the year to be able to get with people, um, you know, based on some of the restrictions and so forth. So um, I just want to say I appreciate you guys. And uh, if you want to have a deeper conversation, if you like what you've been hearing here on the podcast and are looking for more, make sure you join our free Facebook group. You just go to Facebook and type in Mortgage Marketing Radio, and we're going to be doing more good stuff in there coming in the new year in terms of live streams and additional content and special features and guests and all that. So jump on in there, say hello, answer a couple of questions. We want to make sure you are a practicing mortgage loan originator. That's who that group is for. And I would love to see you in there. So say hello. And also, if you haven't gotten a copy of my book yet, you can go to getdisruptordie.com, getdisruptordie.com, and uh, get a copy of my latest book, which is Disrupt or Die, How to Survive and Thrive, The Digital Real Estate Shift. You're going to be hearing a lot more from me about that in the new year, this concept of being a hybrid loan officer. What is a hybrid loan officer? A hybrid loan officer is a mortgage professional who... Uh, gets business and has systems and process and technology in place to get business from the more, quote, traditional sources, such as referral partners, past clients, database, sphere of influence, et cetera, but also from a more modern uh, perspective, consumer direct, let's say, online, digital marketing, perhaps some paid traffic, organic content marketing, et cetera. That's what you're going to hear a lot more about from me uh, in the coming months of the brand new year, how to be a hybrid loan officer, because the truth of the matter is you've got to have... Um, both, uh, you know, funnels of business, if you will, I think, to succeed in in um, what it's going to look like in a more, you know, in the new era, and that's exactly what I wanted to talk to you about here today, which is an article, which I'll put a link to it in the show notes uh, from Redfin News. So I just wanted to kind of, um, <clears throat> uh, you know, kind of what do we what do we call it here? I'm going to spitball, right? I'm just going to riff on this article and talk about some things that it might make sense for you to pay attention to. Uh, in the new year. So Redfin's 2021 housing market predictions, 14.5 million Americans will move out of town, fueling 10% sales growth. So what they're saying is that with the uh, end of the pandemic in sight, more people will re- re- more people will relocate than in over a decade. So what does this say? This says that the year, the coming year, 2021, is going to be a great year for purchase business for sure, right? 
And many of you, most of you already know that's where uh, a majority of your attention should be. But let me walk through some of the highlights uh, of this article. Clearly, it's going to be a strong market. Um, rates are going to remain uh, arguably low, uh, making this the strongest year of home sales since 2006. Okay, so let me go through some of these predictions. These are predictions. Do I have a, a drum roll? No, I don't. Um, but I have a prediction number one. What will happen to mortgage rates? They will remain, can you guess, historically low at 3%. All right. So everybody gets that. That's cool. We get it. Let's move on to prediction number two. There will be more home sales than in any year since 2006, as I said, but price growth will slow. So the rate of appreciation will slow, right? They say annual sales growth, growth will increase from 5% in 2020 to over 10% in 2021. That's double, right? Areas with the fewest COVID-19 cases per capita are seeing 60% faster growth in the number of people listing homes for sale than areas with the most cases per capita. Mm. And the, you know, this goes on to talk about uh, as COVID-19 cases hopefully decline due to vaccination, uh, what you can expect is more new listings to make for a more balanced market, more home sales. Yay. We need more listings, right? Because new listings declined 3% in 2020. Uh, as compared to the previous year. But in 2021, Redfin's expecting new listings to grow by over 5%. Whew, that's nice, right? That means um, perhaps less competition, perhaps less multiple bids, perhaps more buyers can get actually get the houses that they want. Uh, that's a really good thing, right? Uh, okay, prediction number three, there will be more new homes built than in any other year since 2006. So there's a building boom going on. And if you are somebody who uh, wants to target builders or has been targeting builders, you know, and you've got relationships there, now's the time to dig in and build your relationships over there. Building permits were up 21% from September to November compared to the same time last year. Um, <laughs> so low rates have been making it easy for, for home builders to borrow more cheaply. Um, rising prices for existing homes will increase, driving more buyers to consider a new one. Uh-huh. And because home buyers are now eager to, eager to buy in suburban and rural areas where land is cheaper than in cities, there will be more areas where homes can be built profitably. All right. So get your new build game ready, right? And all that goes with that, uh, your competitive sales proposition. Prediction number four, the number of Americans relocating will be the highest it's been in 16 years, which will help the economies of affordable, of affordable places like Buffalo. Shout out to Buffalo. <laughs> My old stomping grounds. Actually grew up there before I uh, moved to New England. Uh, Cleveland and Pittsburgh. Okay. So uh, obviously the pandemic has created a lot of movement and disruption. Uh, there will be a 25% plus increase in out-of-town movers. The last time there was this much cross-country migration was 2004, when 15 million Americans moved counties. And obviously, with the uh, increase of remote work, many families are able to move to more affordable areas away from the office. Um, so there's a couple of things in here in terms of predictions and what's happening and trends and things like that, that, you know, this is the time for you guys when it comes to content marketing, when it comes to your brand, when it comes to you showing up and be present. What are you talking about online? You know, I work with a handful of people, just a handful, right? Realtors and mortgage originators who are doing a good job of uh, putting out content relevant to these exact people, 
that are migrating, that are moving out of perhaps big cities or costly areas such as California, New York, et cetera. And they're moving to more affordable areas such as Nevada, Arizona, uh, Colorado, uh, Florida. You know, I mean, if you pull a list, search Google of you know, what, what, where people are moving out of and to, you're going to get a lot of insights, okay? So that's good news for those local economies, right? Um, because what's happened is back in the day, people lost a lot of their populations, right? Like Buffalo. I mean, I left Buffalo, right? Because what the heck, the winters were terrible. <laughs> but Buffalo, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, right? Uh, they lost over 40% of their populations since the 1970s. Why? Because high-earning remote workers migrate uh, to, um, you know, where the jobs were and where the economic opportunity was and so forth. Does that make sense? Okay. All right, so prediction number five, the home ownership rate will reach 70%, 70% for the first time since 2005. Wow. That is amazing. So one point the article talks about here with prediction number five is that, uh, you know, people living in uh, expensive cities um, only to be close to work, of course, remote working now, they're abandoning their apartments to buy their first home in more affordable places. Um, as small-time landlords in urban areas lose tenants, they will sell their investment properties. So if you're looking to buy an investment property, condos or whatnot, apartments, this might be an opportunity for you. Um, the surge in condos for sale uh, will uh, sell, according to this, for a discount, right? Roughly 17% relative to single-family homes. So what's happening is that's going to give many city dwellers the opportunity to become first-time home buyers as well. So again, another positive trend towards first-time home buyers. Again, think about your content. Think about the narrative. Think about the discussion. Think about right. how can you insert yourself into the dominant thought that's already in a lot of people's minds. And what is that? I got to get out of the city. I got to find you know uh, a more affordable place to live. I'm looking to have a change of lifestyle. I'm looking to get out of you know this state or that state. Uh, I'm considering to move to a certain area. I mean, again, back to my example in working with certain people, uh, loan officers and, and, and realtors, one area or opportunity to have a presence around this is YouTube, right? Because guess what the second largest search engine in the world is? No, it's not Bing. It's YouTube, <laughs> okay? And um, what I mean by that is people go to YouTube to search for answers to questions similar in the, in the way they do to Google, right? As a matter of fact, even if they do go to Google and there's a video that is relevant and uh, has a decent view, you know, a watch time, there's a good chance that that video is going to get served up as an option during the Google search. Okay. So this again, guys, is another reminder. I talk about the hybrid originator, right? This is the game we need to play. This is, we need to be where the, the attention is. And right now the attention is online. People are searching for this stuff. I mean, if you go to, you know, different search engine tools like, uh, let's see here. I believe this is a good one. Hrefs, uh, keywords research tool. If you go to just, you know, use the Google search tools. If you want to, um, what is that one tool? I forget what it is. Yeah, you can go to Google Trends and find a different uh, trending searches, right? So what I'm telling you is this is, the way to get attention and become known, which by the way, is a requirement in this business, uh, 
unless you are well established and have you know a solid book of referral past client database and all that stuff. But most of us are still right in the space of we need to become known and and generate and prospect right generate op- opportunities. Well, again, the hybrid loan officer does that a combination of ways. One is, of course, the referral partner relationships. We talk about that a lot here. It's the past client database. Uh, we talk about that, but it's also the you know, kind of the more proactive, if you will, um, content marketing, personal branding through content, because content is how you become known. Content is how you engage uh, with others. And people are searching for content. What are you putting out for content? Be it videos, articles, uh, you know, whatever the case is, your newsletter. Okay. But again, this is a trend and it's about getting in front of a wave and benefiting from it. So start to think about, are you in an area where people moving into, right? Are people evaluating, should I move to this city or town? Or what's happening in your local city or town, right? Maybe there are, maybe there is a bunch of new builds going on. Maybe there are actually some uh, condos that are, that are being built um, uh, for, for first time home buyers, right? I mean, not, obviously not everyone is going to, or can move to a rural area, right? There are still people who are going to live in condos and apartments and stuff like that. So, Let's move on. Point number six, prediction number six. What are the housing markets? Hottest housing markets. Well, according to this, San Antonio, Tucson, Tampa, along with Austin, Phoenix, Miami. Um, Oh, wait a second. I said that incorrectly. San Antonio, Tucson, and Tampa will be the hottest housing markets as major Southern cities like Austin, Phoenix, and Miami become unaffordable. Well, I don't know if I agree with that. I I wouldn't characterize Phoenix as unaffordable. Um, Austin is, yes, seeing prices come up because of, a, of the influx of people from California, for example. Um, somewhat true in Arizona, somewhat true in, in Nevada as well. Miami, I don't know if I'd call that unaffordable. I guess it's all relative, right, based on your income. But if we, we look at some, uh, some uh, stats here, uh, according to this, right? For years, Americans have been leaving expensive coastal cities for more affordable southern cities like Austin, Phoenix, and Miami. But they also have become unaffordable for both current residents and new potential migrants um, as we experience an increase in population and housing markets heat up. And uh, let's see here. They go through some housing numbers in terms of average costs and stuff like that. So, But as the article I just pointed out, uh, most of the buyers are coming from out of state, California, Seattle, Oregon, some East Coasters too, said Tucson. Redfit agent Kendra Harrow. Um, they're usually torn between Tucson or Phoenix, but they like Tucson more because it has less traffic. It's smaller. You can get even more for your money. So again, people are in this situation of where they're looking for quality of life, right? And this goes back to your content strategy. How can you demonstrate and show quality of life in your local area, right? How can you show like the top 10 um, cool, fun things to do in your town when it's not a pandemic, right? <laughs> uh, I mean, for a long, long time, right? The goal, you've heard the term digital mayor, right? You as a mortgage professional, uh, equal opportunity as a real estate agent to become the digital mayor. As a matter of fact, you could team up, you could interview, you could, you could highlight and feature and sponsor uh, one agent a month uh, as you being the digital mayor to help them help you feature local happenings in hot areas and talk about stats and data and what's happening and average uh, you know, market updates and things like that. So again, this is your opportunity to get out in front of this trend and enter, right? Insert yourself in the dominant thought that's already happening in people's mind. You will benefit from this. Okay. Prediction number seven, uh, pretty obvious. Expensive cities will invest in their culture and lifestyle to attract residents and tourists. So pretty clear that... Um, 
as employers decide to stop expanding their offices in expensive cities like San Francisco, Seattle, Boston, New York, uh, they'll expand their satellite offices in more affordable places like Phoenix, Atlanta, et cetera. Uh, and this will, of course, encourage even more office workers to leave expensive cities. Mm. But these cities won't die just because office workers leave. These cities will have to be reborn with a greater emphasis on culture and lifestyle to attract residents and tourists. Yeah, so I, th I, I think that's what's going to happen, right? You see people talk about, um, you know, like New York being, uh, New York City being a ghost town or whatever and all that stuff. I think it's just right because of, of COVID, it's going through a shift. It's going through a change, a, a rebirth, and they're going to have to adapt uh, and, and, and attract people for different reasons. So I think it's going to take some time, but obviously they'll definitely succeed at that. Prediction number nine, uh, eight, most home buyers will make an offer on a home site unseen. Ooh, get that. This is the time to get with your realtor partners. In spring of 2020, 45% of recent home buyers reported they had made an offer on a home site unseen. Um, and recent trends data showing the trend is becoming more common. Views of 3D walkthroughs on Redfin, where a home buyer can point and click through a 3D scan of a home, have increased 560% since February. Video tours. Um, where an agent views a home while the buyer is on a video call represented less than 1% of all tour requests on Redfin before the pandemic and now account for one in 10 home tour requests. So it's spiked up, surged in a significant way. And it's only, you know, the question is, is this going to continue? And I think what's happened because of COVID and the pandemic is that there are new, there's always been this hope or this expectation of that real estate mortgage would adapt and become more tech friendly. And look, virtual tours have been around for a while, right? 3D walkthroughs have been around for a while. It's not necessarily new. It's just now it, it's brought to the surface as one of the first things people might consider or ask for. Does this mean that the majority of people will buy a house site unseen? Probably not. But do they want the uh, luxury or opportunity of possibly doing it. I don't know. Maybe sometime down the road, we will see, um, you know, most of the people buy a house sight unseen. Um, and I think people are, you know, kind of taking that on. Uh, what, I do, what I am seeing happen, though, is that um, people are asking, hey, do I really need to go look at 10 homes to find the one I want to buy? Can't I just do a virtual tour of the 10 and then pick the one or two or three that I actually want to go see, see inside? So that's definitely happening as well. But I've, I do you know, real estate agent classes every single week on Zoom, and I ask this question of realtors all the time. Have you sold a home sight unseen right this year? And the number of hands are going up. Yes, yes, yes. And the, the, the frequency or the quantity of homes. Uh, I know one large, uh, very successful agent in Tennessee who has sold 10 homes sight unseen this year, whereas prior to the pandemic, um, it was one home. Right, so it's accelerated the demand, the expectation. Again, comes back to you. Ask yourself the question: How can you position yourself in front of this? How can you step into the conversation that's already happening and create awareness for you? Become known. Could you learn how to do a, a, a virtual tour? Could you um, offer to? Right, walk through a house, an open house, on behalf of a real estate agent, and have your home, you know, have do a do a live stream with your mobile phone and just walk around, show the home off. Right, these are different ways to get noticed, get attention, to to you know leverage content and become a right hybrid loan officer, become digital savvy. 
As a matter of fact, in the classes that we teach, one of the classes we have that loan officers teach to real estate agents is how to host a virtual tour, how to host a virtual open house, right? How to do a live stream virtual tour. And we walk them through process and step of how to do that. Why? Because agents need to know how to do that. And if you as a mortgage originator can help them get started doing that by just simply educating them, right? That will drive conversations and opportunities for you to engage, right? And that's the name of the game, guys, right? We got to fish with a better bait. We can't always be fishing with, hey, I'm a great lender. I close on time. I got great rates and just give me a shot. And I, you know what I'm saying? All that usual traditional stuff. How about offering some real true value with an educational platform? That's just one of over 15 ways, 15 different classes, different topics that we have on that. And if you want to learn more, you can go to mortgagemarketing.pro. Go to mortgagemarketing.pro, watch a brief video, and all the classes are Zoom friendly and ready to be delivered over Zoom and um, will successfully drive uh, conversations and engagement and referrals for you. Um, with real estate agents, just as it has, just as it has been done for many, many of our members. So you can go check that out. All right. Um, prediction number nine, we're almost at the end of our list here. 2021 will usher in a new era of price competition for real estate agents. Wow. Like it already wasn't competitive enough. Um, I'm just reading through the article, right? Like I said, I'm riffing on this. I'm just spitballing here. Okay. Okay, so just a couple of comments about Redfin. Yeah, fees won't drop overnight, but increased transparency will usher in a new era of price competition. A buyer will, will be a buyer able to see what her agent will earn on a sale, may negotiate for a refund or work out a fee for service arrangement. Sellers will now be able to see the commissions their neighbors are offering. Um, we'll factor this into what the, deciding what commission to offer on their own homes. Okay, iBuyers, you've heard of them. Instant offers from Zillow, Open Door, OfferPad, right? iBuyers and builders will also put downward pressure on buyers' agents' fees as they look for ways to cut costs because they're, they're selling multiple homes at the same time in the same market. They have been able to experiment with offering a lower commission to the buyer's agent. Blah, 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 blah. All right. Well, let's just face it. You know, If it's still going to be a very um, frothy market, there's still going to be some pricing competition for sure, albeit hopefully less if we get some more listings that come on the market. Like, we talked about earlier, that would be a nice relief to see. But once again, see, I look at every one of these things and I'm asking, where can I help as a mortgage originator? Where can I make a difference? How can I help my buyer offer be accepted? For instance, as a loan officer, when you're representing the buyer, do you call the listing agent, introduce yourself, right? Reestablish, reassure confidence in your buyer, right? I mean, because basically it's, it's, your job to sell the um, capability and the uh, assuredness of, of that contract to close to all parties, to the agent themselves representing the buyer, right? Obviously to the underwriter, right? Um, to the listing agent though. I mean, when I ask this question of loan officers, it's only a handful of loan officers that actually call and make a case. What would that sound like? It would sound like, you know, hey, Bill Smith, this is Jeff over at ABC Mortgage, and I'm representing the buyer at your listing at 123 Main Street. First of all, I want to say congratulations. Uh, fantastic property, great listing. Uh, uh, I'm sure you're getting a lot of offers on it, right? Right. Well, well, cool. Hey, I just want to let you know, I'm representing the Smith family, and and I've got their entire documentation here, their their assets, their income, right? We've, we've, we've reviewed, we have reviewed credit. Um, and I just want you to know, they're a rock solid buyer, right? Uh, I've got uh, pre-written underwriting approval here. I've got this, I've got that. And this family, by the way, 
you know, Mr. and Mrs. Agent at 123 Main Street Listing. This family is an amazing family. And let me just tell you, uh, they're good quality people, they're kids, they're dogs, right? I'm just saying create a case, create a story, right? Because I've talked to loan officers who do that and the listing agent winds up taking that offer simply because you did a better job representing the buyer than perhaps the other loan officer and agent that might be another offer or something like that from a different right collection of people. I mean, really, besides that, guys, it's another way to grow your sphere of influence and build relationships. You know, the, the automated updates that go out from your LOS and your system, wow, that's great. That's wonderful. That really doesn't create a connection. Um, and if you're not doing regular status updates to the listing agents as well, you're missing out on an opportunity. Okay? So I just share that with you. Um, prediction number 10. Everything associated with buying or selling a home will be offered at one-stop shops. Uh-oh. What does this mean for you? What does this mean for all of us? I mean, what is this really saying? It says the biggest real estate companies work to become a one-stop shop for customers, integrating uh, home trade-in, cash offers, concierge, listing prep, mortgage, title insurance, home warranty, and moving services. I mean, let's face it, the consumer has spoken and, and, and wants that, right? What they want is a smooth, frictionless transaction as much as possible. And the one-stop shop has been appealing, right? That's why you've seen companies like Zillow try and do that. And real estate companies have in-house mortgage companies and title and insurance and all that stuff, right? Um, consumers want real estate agents to provide the on-demand service they've come to expect in other industries, right? From Uber to grocery to Amazon, right? They're being trained on what the consumer experience should be from other industries and companies. So agents, for example, um, they're going to probably be continuing to look for companies if they want to remain relevant, <laughs> looking for companies that help them deliver that service. Um, so how can you really make an impact here or difference, right? You, you can't control what agent or what company an agent works for. But what you can control is the consumer experience. The degree to which you minimize and reduce and remove friction from the transaction. And while it's easy to sit there and point fingers and blame this person or the agent or blame your processor or this or that or whatever, I mean, ultimately, I would be taking a look at my business and part of my strategy for the new year would be, where is it broken? Where are there inefficiencies? Where is there, quote, friction? Um, to use that term, which might be overused, but it's quite descriptive. Have you done an audit on your own customer journey, your own sales process, your own approval process? Have you done post-close interviews with your referral partners and clients? Are you actually actively proactively looking for where you can improve the process, the communication, the back and forth to, to the best of your ability, allow the consumer to feel that it's a one-stop shop. As I remember reading uh, research from the past that said one of the biggest frustrations with clients is that they feel that the realtor and loan officer don't talk, like they're not on the same page. So, I don't know if that's you, maybe, and, and I'm sure it's different with different agents in terms of how active and engaged they, they are. But again, guys, this is your opportunity, right? Um, here's, you know, we, you get what you tolerate. Let me say that again. You get what you tolerate. So if you're tolerating inefficiencies, if you're tolerating um, unprofessional agents, right? If you're tolerating drama, maybe it's time to take a look and reevaluate that. 
same is true for your own internal team. Where can you have conversations that will improve the process? Are you meeting and doing pipeline reviews often enough? Minimum, minimum three times a week for 15 minutes minimum, right? How often are you pulling back the curtain and taking a look at where you can get additional efficiencies with people, process, and technology? Because as a hybrid loan officer, the future of your business is in both your past clients, your sphere of influence, right? Your database and what you do online and generating content and awareness, your personal brand, self-gen leads and consumer direct. You've got to be successful at both, right? So the first place I would take a look at is what's your customer experience process like? Because if you're going to be going consumer direct, um, and your process sucks, you're not going to do well. So these are the 10 predictions from Redfin 2021. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Um, jump in the Facebook group, go over to Facebook, type in Mortgage Marketing Radio. Um, give me what your thoughts are on 2020 housing, 2021 housing market predictions, and what areas you're going to be focused and working on. I hope you got some value from this. I'll put a link in the show notes to the article. You can dive into it yourself. And uh, we're going to continue to talk about some of these topics um, in the coming year. But just wanted to send you off with a couple of little things to think about as you are heading into um, perhaps a window of time where you can evaluate what parts of your business to focus on in 2021. With that said, I bid you adieu, wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, and we will see you on the next one. Bye for now. Hey guys, what's up? Real quick, uh, you've heard about the Mortgage Marketing Pro membership before, and I just want to quickly remind you if that you're in a place in your business where you simply need more purchase loans, you need to fill your pipeline with purchase business, let's just face it, agents are still a solid pillar of business and sources of purchase business for you. Well, good news. Our Mortgage Marketing Pro membership helps loan officers like you close more loans without the hassle of chasing agents or cold calling. Done for you agent classes, expert training videos, a marketing automation platform that automates the entire process for you, everything you need to build your personal brand in your local market, attract and convert agents into referral partners, plus done for you proven marketing materials and plug and play content to make promoting your class, getting agents, butts and seats, partnering with affiliates real easy. But that's not all. You'll also get access to our weekly mastermind calls with top LOs, authors, speakers, and coaches to learn the best strategies to grow your business right now in today's market. And as an extra bonus for a limited time, for all new members, you'll get access to a database of 200 agents in your local market that have closed anywhere to, from eight to 50 transactions in the last 12 months. And we'll provide that list upload into our platform for you so you can get off to a fast start in reaching actually productive agents. So what are you waiting for? You can check out more at mortgagemarketing.pro, see more of the success stories there. And if you feel compelled to do so, book a call. We'll have a chat. We'll see if it's a fit. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your mortgage business to the next level right now. Head over to mortgagemarketing.pro.